The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Shadows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Jim Clark. What's up? What's up? Ooh, doggy. We're going to camp. Again. We're going to camp. You know what's fun about watching this movie in the winter is when you're in the movie and just kind of engrossed by it, the scenery at least, Mm -hmm. you forget about what's outside your window. Yeah. No, very true, dude. Do you know what I mean? Very true. If the movie's that good to suck you in like that. <laughs> I'm well, not saying this one's not, but we're we're definitely gonna get to that. But dude, yeah, it's um it's we're st- we still have white out there, but now it's like wet too. It's raining today. It's in the forties. Yeah, then it's oh dude, be careful if you gotta go out and drive anywhere because everything's melting, it's raining and yeah, then it's I'm gonna going freeze anywhere. and we're gonna get snow, so everything's gonna be icy. Yes. Shit, so we're supposed to have like eight to 10 inches cumulative we'll yeah we'll that's see that's what we said last time and look what happened <laughs> yeah last time i got dumped on dude we got yeah. like 18 inches out here it was crazy yeah my car was buried in snow for uh in snow for like a day and a half <laughs> that's right you sent the picture that's amazing yeah it was dude. completely covered i couldn't even find it that's amazing from the window so yeah, it's kind of nice to kind of see scenery because remember, like, like, and we'll get it to it later. But like, there's a lot of open, like, opening scenes of foliage, almost fall like yes. colors, yep. you know, yeah. summerish colors, and it's just, it's. I was watching it because uh, I watched it again today before we recorded, okay. and I was watching it, uh, and then looking outside the window, and then looking to the screen, and looking outside the window, <laughs> and going like, man, I can't wait for summer, dude. Yeah, no, I hear you, dude. I can't wait. Everybody, I, I don't know how many people I've talked to recently, like random ass people that I don't know, but I'm having some sort of interaction with them at that moment in time. And You're walking in the mall the and somebody thing. stops you and he's like, hey. But everybody said the same thing. I'm over the snow. I want summer. Yeah, yeah. I keep saying the same thing and it's so strange, dude. But no, I agree. Right after New Year's, get rid of the snow. Give me spring and summer back. Yeah, you want to know why though? It's because it came so late in the season, dude. We usually somewhat we get around November, late November, you know, somewhat in December we get snows. But dude, this stuff came we're like late January. But that's how it's been the last couple of years, dude. Yeah, it I hasn't know. been like that the last ten years. When you uh, think about like we used to get the snow, dude. You know, you're thinking about February, March. Like, you know, you'll have little snowstorms here and there, but but that's where it's just starting to get a little bit warmer. Exactly. There's you this know? kind of like finish line in sight. It feels right now like we're just at the beginning of it. Like it's all just starting to come now. Like it's like, oh god, how much longer yeah. is this gonna last? Well, dude, it's interesting, and and this is probably getting way too invested in this. And this is a conversation we can have elsewhere. But <laughs> if you look at if you look at the calendar. And how the calendar is set up and when the seasons officially start. Yeah. Um, and where that lines up with like the time shift in weather, it's like way, way off, dude, because fall doesn't end until like almost the end of December. You know what I mean? True. Summer doesn't true. end until That's well true. into September. That's true. 
It's it's you know? it's weird the way your mind thinks the months should coalesce with should the seasons, yes. and it doesn't really work yeah. that way. Did you know? Uh, did you pay attention to today's Groundhog Day? Uh, yes, I heard one of uh, one of the groundhogs died the other day. Too. Oh God, dude! What the f- <laughs> <laughs> right before Groundhog Day, dude, he was like, "Nah, fuck it, I'm out." <laughs> did you see this though? Punxsutawney Phil saw his shadow, so we're getting six more weeks of winter. Yeah. Isn't it the same thing if he doesn't see a shadow? No, it means then spring's coming shadow? early if he doesn't see a shadow. But if he sees a yeah, shadow... Yeah, but isn't means... the same amount of time? Because one is they say X amount of weeks. The other one's like three months. Oh, probably, dude. Probably. They, but they say it the way they word it makes it sound shorter or longer. But you know how that works, right? But, like, if there's snow on the ground, he's going to see his shadow more, right? And get me like, oh, yeah, he's there's my shadow. Yeah. Whereas when it's green grass and the sun might be shining, it'll, it's harder to see the shadow in, in, in like the foliage and shit. So obviously, if we have this outside our windows, your mind just goes, oh, God, it's going to be another six weeks of winter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, dude, it was, an, it was nice. It was nice to escape to camp. It was nice to escape yes. to a movie that, for me, look, again, we're going to get into this, but <laughs> with all the flaws that this movie has, it holds a special place in my heart. And I am talking about the 1983 summertime classic, Sleepaway Camp. Dear Mom and Dad... I've been at a sleepaway camp for almost three weeks. And I'm getting very scared. Welcome to sleepaway camp. Someone is watching you. Hey, Baba Reba! Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. Turn it! Turn the wheel! Oh my god! Sleep away, camp. You won't be coming home. Dude, when's the first time you saw this movie? So, uh, I'm glad you brought this up because I need to correct myself. On the last episode, I said the first time I saw this was during 31 Days of Halloween. That is absolutely not true. Um, The first time I saw this movie, I was actually trying to hold out until we had to watch it for the show. Okay. Um, Because I hadn't seen it, um, and I knew there was a twist ending, but I didn't know what the twist ending was. Then it got ruined for me on Twitter one day. Oh, no. And I was like, okay. So then I held out a little bit longer, but then I finally decided, no, you know what? I'm just going to watch the movie and check it out. So uh, probably within the last year that was. Okay. A year and a half. Um, Let me ask you something, dude. Now, so imagine watching an edited version where you don't see the junk, okay? Oh, But you hear the guy say, what? It's a boy? You know what I mean? And you see the eye movements, this thing happening, right? Like, now imagine... Everything you know about this movie, right? All of the innuendos, all of the inappropriateness, all of the shit that's fucked up. Yeah. How do you think you'd feel if you'd have seen this at like nine or ten years old, dude? <laughs> um, well, at that age, you probably – would you understand a lot of it? Not much of it, I don't think, dude. I think so much you know? of it would go over your head. 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I I think that's how old I was. I was around 9, 10, maybe 11 when I first saw this movie. Again, during these Saturday afternoon horror movie things that were on TV. Look, shout out to WTOG44 in Tampa St. <laughs> Pete, son. Because this, that's the station that fucking like hooked me for horror. It really are did. They, are they still around? Uh, oh, God, I hope they are, dude. I'll look it up after the show. But, you should uh, because we could maybe get like some sort of uh, shared uh, partnership you, advertisement. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. That was my shit watching that on afternoons on a Saturday or Sunday. Well, Sunday was the creature feature. Saturday was just like afternoon horror movies. And it was these okay. kinds of movies, these 80s movies, like the B movies. You know, sometimes they would show like the sci fi movies that were kind of corny and stuff. But. I remember seeing it then and probably like a couple times a a few years after during that time. Right. Mm -hmm. But then I didn't see it again till like later in my 20s. Right. And and this time now I'm seeing the actual full version. And I just remember being like, I'll remember this. (laughs) This is not what I saw as a kid. (laughs) Um. So, yes, dude, it's, it holds a special place in my heart. Uh, even in my 20s, you know, I overlooked a lot of stuff and just really loved it. But, you know, I watched it for Silence Your Phones uh, early, early, early days of Silence oh, Your Phones. Oh, shit, that's right. That's right. I forgot about and that. And so watching it again with that mindset, you know, watching it where I'm, it's more analytical, it was like, wow, you could point out so many things. But the <laughs> thing is, is as I'm pointing it out, I'm like, I love it so much. I love that it's like that. You know matter, what I mean? dude. Um, yeah. dude, what's this movie about? Um, it's about kids at camp, dude. And, uh, at the beginning we open up two kids are going off to camp. They go about their, their camp life. Things have changed because it's over the summer. Um, well, the opening dude sets the stage for everything, right? The opening where you see the dad yes. swimming with the little kids. Oh yes. Okay. That opening. Yes. You know what I mean? And yeah. there's a, oh, yeah, there's like dude, the, that was brutal, man. That was a brutal opening scene. They're playing in the lake. They, they're swimming in the lake, right? Uh, no, mm-hmm. first they're sailing. There's their their sailboat is on, on the, the lake. Boat. Yes, uh, and it's one of these little tiny dinghies, right? And uh, it's on the lake that shares the grounds with Camp Arawak. Mm-hmm. And there's some kids from the camp uh, that are are on a motorboat with one of them on jet skis, and you know. They're just, I mean, they're kids. They're having a good time. They're doing stupid shit. So, like, the lifeguard yep. lets the the girl, you know, the camper drive the boat when he probably shouldn't have. And they're, mm-hmm. the girl behind him's yelling. And, you know, meanwhile. Dude, that's typical. That's typical stuff you do at that age. You're trying to impress somebody. Right. You know what I mean? And meanwhile. Because nothing's going to happen. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. Dude, I did stupid ass. We all did stupid <laughs> stuff when you were young trying to impress somebody, right? Oh, yeah. Um. Dude. Meanwhile, on this little dinghy, like these kids are playing a joke on their dad and they knock him off the boat and the boat tips over. So this little girl, this little boy fall into the water. And while they're on the water, there's this dude on the on the shore calling out to them that, hey, they have to go somewhere. It's it's they say that he's Dr. So-and-so, the dad says. Right. And this whole time on the on the the jet boat, the uh, the motorboat, these the, the, the lifeguard and this girl are like trying to hear what the girl behind them is saying because the girl behind on the skis sees what they're heading towards and she's like yep. turn turn <laughs> and it's too late bro the this is the part that's insane you see the dad like holding on to his capsized boat and this motorboat just 
fucking blasts right over him. <laughs> right, right over, over his arm, him. dude. Yeah. Um, and so everybody's freaked out. The doctor on the shore is like catatonic. He's like shocked in place. And the kids uh, in the boat are catatonic. The uh, the older kids. Yeah. In the, the girl and the girl in the jet ski is the only one reacting, screaming her goddamn head off. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, we see the dad floating dead in the water. And then from mm-hmm. the depths of the water, we see one of the life jackets come up all fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you're like, what the fuck? You see one of the kids kind of survived. They're they're floating in the water. And then, yeah, fast forward to what you said. There's the aunt sending these her son. Yeah. And what a weird woman, dude. So how many times have you seen it now? Like three, four, four times now. So now watching it, knowing everything, mm-hmm. isn't it crazy? Like there's so many things in this movie that really kind of tell you what's going on and you don't really pay yeah. attention to it until the end. You know, yeah, this is definitely one you got to go back and watch a second, third time just to put all those pieces together. Um, she's whacked out, dude. She's like she's like this frozen character from the 50s. You know what I mean? Like the way she talks mm-hmm. or like the 40s. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. There was something about the way, like the way she delivered her lines, and I know it was supposed to be because she was in, insane, maybe, or she had gone uh, a little cuckoo after Once. her her husband her husband left, left her or died. Yeah, her husband. Yeah, her, no, her husband left. That's what it was. Um, because because it, the the conversation that the the two kids at the very beginning before the boat accident were having with their dad was uh, they were asking if Ricky was coming, their cousin. And oh, this that's is the right. kid that we see. That's right. Um. And they, they said, no, he's with uh, he's with uh, the mom. Mm-hmm. No, he's with his dad because she th- this lady was supposed to be coming out to the cabin. Gotcha. And um, so she's sending her son, Ricky, and her niece, right? His cousin. Um, Angela. Uh, Angela. Mm-hmm. Hey, Angela. Yo, Angela. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to camp. So they're going to Arawak. And, you know, she's like, take care of my, my precious girl, Angela, you know. And that's what this movie is. This movie is this kid and his cousin Angela coming to camp. She's obviously the survivor of this brutal thing that happened to her dad. And because mm-hmm. of it, it's affected her. Like she's super shy. She doesn't talk to doesn't anybody. Talk to anybody she's kind of been kind of kept away from people. So it's kind of it's almost like putting someone who's been put away for a while back out into society. She's really awkward, right? Yeah. And she gets unfortunately, she's introduced to a time. Where kids at a certain age, where they'll pick on you for being different. Yep. And that's what this movie is. These kids at camp and how like the girls there are nasty as hell to her. Um, Ricky's friend is kind of has a crush on her and is you know trying to hit on her throughout this film. Uh, some of the older boys are making fun of her because she's like she she won't talk. She's you know they keep she's, calling yeah. her like a zombie or a robot or something like that. Um, and these girls are just mean girls, dude. Even even like one of the camp counselor girls is a mean girl, right? Like they're just mm-hmm. nasty to this girl, torturing her, doing all these things, right? And all the different people in this film who cross her, um, you see her her cousin jump to her defense. Like he's ready to throw down. He's like, fuck you. Stop oh, fucking yeah. with my cousin, dude. Yep. He's very protective of her. But people keep fucking with her. The first one, we got to point this oh, out, dude. God. How inappropriate and just like repulsive this is. Yeah, this the chef, the, the cook, dude. the cook Holy at fuck. this camp 
is watching all of these young children, children, I'm not even going to say teens, these are children coming yeah. off of these buses, and he's just going, mm. ooh, yeah, look what we can get into. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like it's a fucking, like, it's, it's his own personal But yeah, he's definitely thing. a pedophile, right? So he... Um, yeah, but then he's commenting on it, and then the people that he works with aren't saying anything other than there's like oh he's a fucking sicko he likes the little kitties and that one guy the one guy uh uh who walked off the older gentleman Uh that was laughing at him that's um uh uh earl earl uh, james earl jones that's his dad oh really yeah yeah dude when i saw something earl jones i was like is that related to james i was like oh come on like Earl's a middle name. Why would somebody have the middle and last name the same? But that's crazy, dude. That's <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's his dad, yeah. Um, so this chef, you know, he comes in contact with Angela because she won't eat. She's already nervous. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know what's happening during the mess hall scene. She won't eat, which, come on, dude, the mess hall scene, I really like. That felt authentic. You yeah. know, just a lot yeah, yeah. of kids having a good time. Hanging out. It felt like, like the burning. very much like the, I was just going to say, the burning, dude. The scene where we see all the kids fucking around. However. And all kinds of trouble. However, dude, the the softball game was so brutal to watch. That wasn't even as close to have, having fun like the burning. That one was just like kids throwing one-liners and just cursing at each other with like like the worst plays happening on the field. You know what I mean? It was brutal. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why are they dragging this scene on for so long? Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, that, just comparing it to the burning. She won't eat. So the one of the counselors brings her back to the chef and is like, hey, can you fix her something up? Maybe give her some ice cream, something she'll be like. And he's just like, yeah, I got some for her. Let me bring her back to the pantry. Starts unzipping his pants. And then here comes the cousin. He's like, what are you doing? Right? Holy shit. And this dude's an adult, grabs this little kid, slams him up against the fucking pantry, yeah, the, dude. The rack, yeah, dude. <laughs> um, so anyway, as soon as that happens, cousin comes to the defense. A little bit mm-hmm. later, the dude the, the chef's doing some weird cooking on a giant pot that's boiling water. And now we get our killer. And the killer's we it's anytime we see the killer, we don't see any shape. We don't see any movement in the background, it's never never second or third person. It's first person, point of view. POV, just like Jaws, just like Cujo. Yes. I was going to say just like Halloween, but not Halloween because we do see him later. I mean, we see him throughout yes. the film. But that around, opening you know? scene, yeah, yeah. Um, But this is all POV for the entire movie until the reveal. Yeah. She basically makes it, he makes, the killer makes it, (laughs) the killer makes it so this boiling pot of water just falls all over this chef and he's just fucking covered in blisters and skin peeling off and falling off his meat and. Yeah, his screaming was pretty good. Dude, it looked good. The, the, the practical effects on this film I thought were pretty decent. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I thought so too. For sure. So there's our first kill, right? Mm -hmm. The next kill is, uh. There's these boys that are messing with Angela when they have these kind of like mess hall or the rec hall nights where they all kind of hang out there. Sometimes they're showing Mm -hmm. movies there. Sometimes it's just music and kids hanging around. Um, And and again, very authentic feeling. You know, a lot of kids just kind of hanging around and they're all young kids. They're not like 20-somethings playing younger kids. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, These boys are messing with Angela, right? Messing with her and here come... Here comes her, uh, her her cousin to the rescue. Cousin to the defense again. And they get in a fight. Yep. And the whole time, 
there's this old dude that runs the r- runs the camp and he's watching this from the background. And you can see him shaking his head like that little troublemaker. Yeah, he's already got his eye out for this kid. Uh you know what? Let's rewind real quick. When that when that chef died, when the the cook died, this guy who runs the place, this old dude was just like we don't want to get this out. Don't don't talk. He just left and found a new job. I don't want to uh, like he, everything about yeah. this was cover up. Like he did not want anything getting out about anything happening at this camp. Very unprofessional. Very oh, yeah, irresponsible, dude. especially with children. Like parents should have been notified of shit. Imagine it happened hey, in the day. But but we know how the real world works, Chris. So these kids are messing with her. And uh, they decide they're going to go skinny dipping with these girls. They're trying to get all these girls to go skinny dipping. Um, so they go skinny dipping, and one of the guys, uh, you know, he's he's a joker. You know, he's on this canoe with, this, with the girls out in the lake, and he flips the canoe trying to scare her with, with snakes mm-hmm. and snapping turtles. And she leaves, and he's underneath the canoe just trying to call out to her and mess with her. doesn't realize she left. All of a sudden, his head pops up, and he's like, what the hell are you doing here? boy, the boys would like to know that you're here, right? Like, we're going to beat your ass again. And uh, all of a sudden, that kid just dr- grabs his head and puts it down in the water, drowns him. Yep, drowns him. There's another kill. Number two. Um, I don't know if I know and all then the Then his body's found. Yeah. Then his body's found in the canoe up on the shore. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I remember them all in order, but, like, basically that's what's happening. Throughout this movie, people mess with her. Like, there's a scene where the one of the boys, they're on top of a, a roof, and they throw water the balloons at her. And they hit her with a water balloon. And here and comes again, the cousin comes her cousin to, to the fight him. And then when the one yep. kid gets off scot-free, the cousin's pissed off, and the old man's just like, you better, act, you know, stop acting up. And he's talking to the cousin, and he's pissed and off, there's and he the, takes uh, the two main, two main bullies, the two girls, they both yep. get their comeuppance after um, throwing her in the water. Yeah, the one gets it with the the dude gets it with the beehive, which is awesome, and especially yep, when he the one comes from the out, roof of the cabin. he's all yep. fucked up and shit. Um, the girl's jumping him in the water, right? Later on, so there's this the girl, girl Judy, gets a knife through the, uh, not Judy, the other girl, right? But there she is this the girl Judy. Let's talk about Judy, right? At the beginning of the film, yeah, we're introduced cut, to the dude. fact we're introduced to the <laughs> we're introduced <laughs> to the fact that. Um, Ricky, the year before, had this romantic fling for the summer with this girl, Judy. And his friend's just like, wait till you see her this year. Wow, wow, right? Like, he's, like, saying she grew her, her breasts. So uh, when he t- tries to talk to her, Ricky tries to talk to her, she's too good for him now. She's talking to the older boys because they're giving her attention. And so throughout the rest of this film, she's one of the main lead mean girls that is just mean to Amanda or Angela all this time, right? Amanda, what the fuck? Yeah. That uh, to a- Angela this whole time. So later, you know, after being nasty for this whole movie, she gets it, dude. She gets it with a yep. curling iron. And I'll mm. leave your Oof. imagination as to how it was used. Yes. I don't uh, think we need to say much more than that. And this if you whole, know, you know. If you don't know, watch the movie and find out. And this whole time, the owner of the camp's like, I know it's that motherfucking cousin kid. That kid, like, he's the one that's doing this. He's killing people. He's fucking with people. So there's a scene where we get a little bit more of the uh, the camp owners uh, or, or the manager, whoever he is, a little bit more of his character, right? He's interacting with one of these young teenage girls that's a counselor. And yep. you realize, whoa, they're fucking, dude. There's things going on here. <laughs> 
And that's what happens, right? At the to- towards the end of this film, this there's this evening where a lot of the council, the main count- camp counselors, get a chance to go off and do their thing. One of them takes these kids to go camping. A lot of the little kids, and uh, this one is off. And the the manager dude's just like, "Yeah, I'll meet you at my place." You know what I mean? And she goes to go take a shower, and like you said, she gets it. She gets a knife stabbed in the back through the wall. And remember, and don't forget to I'll continue. No, going. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to bring up some different uh, other kills. Yeah, which we ones? That we hadn't mentioned. The three kids. Yep. Out in the woods, dude. That yep. was brutal, man, because they were young kids. Young kids, you know? yep, out there. And then they get found like later. eight years old. Yeah. Well, when the because uh, uh, the the one counselor has to take two kids back, so when he comes yeah. back, he finds them all dead. Yeah. They all would have been dead if they would have stayed, you know? Exactly. So it's kind of this tragic situation. It's like, yeah, you left, and then they died, but you all would have been dead had, had you not. Yeah, dude. Uh, so anyway, the girl with the the camp owner gets killed, right? When the camp owner comes across this body, he flips mm-hmm. the fuck out. He's like, "This little shit killed my girlfriend, whatever." And he finds this <laughs> cousin kid running around, and he's just like, "I know it's you. I know you're doing this. How dare you?" He starts slapping the shit out of this kid, knocks him to the ground, and then proceeds to ape punched the shit out of this kid just bringing <laughs> hammer fists down over it yeah, like a dude. fucking ape boom, 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 literally beats the kid to death bro then he's like literally almost he's like, what have i done i, I gotta get away <laughs> he just fucking <laughs> runs off dude meanwhile it's like haywire people are finding bodies left and right counselors like what yep. the fuck's happening right where's everybody at and they're like there's some kids missing angela and what was his name paul Paul. Was that his? Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. Angela and Paul. Paul's the kid that's been hitting her on her the whole time. They kissed for a little bit. There's a scene uh, earlier when he's really making a move on her. They're on the beach, mm. and they're making out, and he's trying to take her shirt off. She's like, no, 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 stop. Please don't. And then she started to zone out and has this she like has flashback, flashback of her and her brother watching her dad in bed with the doctor. The doctor yeah. guy that was on the shore earlier, and they're just giggling because it's funny, two guys. But you're like, holy shit. Not understanding shit. what they're seeing and not understanding the impact that that's having on their And now that we know, have seen the movie many times, when you watch it again, these things mm-hmm. are all like, holy fuck, dude. These were all like, hey, guess what? Hey, guess what? Pay attention. Pay attention to yeah. this because this is very important. If you don't pay attention, you're not – You're listen – People who paid attention, I don't think anybody figured it out, but I feel like there's no, enough I can't here. Foresee there's enough here if you fa- really looked at it. So subtle because it's so way out from 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 right field. It's subtle you know though, I mean? dude. It's all these little hints you could guess, but then when you go back and you're like, "Damn, dude, they put it all right there for you, basically." So they're like, "She's out by the lake, right?" And they go out there, and sure enough, she's out there, and she's buck naked. They can see her from behind. She's sitting, and they also see Paul's laying there naked next to her. But there's something yeah, weird. There's something weird. Her, His head's in her lap, and she's stroking his head. However, his body is next to her in fetal position turned away. Mm-hmm. And as the, it's this fucking horrific scene of this back and forth of the cance- counselors, like, what the hell? And close up of this, this and that. And all of a sudden, she stands up, and as the kid's head rolls away. Yep. And then... That's not the where it reveal. ends either. Then the reveal. Holy shit, she's a boy. And then boom, there's this kid with a boy, a girl head. This girl we've seen the whole movie, Felissa Rose's head, 
superimposed over a boy's body with his little dingleberries hanging out. <laughs> Twig and berries, bro. Yeah. That's the reveal that the whole time. And then we get the flashback right to the ant being fucking Looney Tunes has this uh-huh. boy that comes to live with them. And she's like, I've always it was wanted the boy who survived the accident. Not exactly. The girl. And she's like, yeah. I already have a son. I've always wanted a daughter. You know, maybe this is why my husband left me. Uh, so now you're going to be our daughter. You know, your cousin can't know that you're the boy. You're the girl, you know. And again, mm-hmm. if you rewind to the beginning of the film, when she's sending him off to camp, she's like, oh, I almost forgot to give this to you. These are your physicals, right? Don't yeah. ask how we got them, even though I'm a doctor. <laughs> like, those are hints that you don't ever think about. But later yeah. on, after seeing it, you're like, oh, shit, it's all over this movie. They're just sense. like, hey, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? And again, because it's so fucking far and right field, they can do that and throw it all right in your face like that and not have to worry about anybody catching it until... You know what I mean? Like, I don't think anybody who went into this theater watching this movie for the first time and didn't know. They had to be mind blown. Mind blown. God, dude. Yeah. Could you imagine being there live to witness that and just be like. See, I always say there's movies I wish I could go back and experience in the theater when they first came out. And this is one of them. dude. Right. Opening night. Right. Um, so that that's the movie, man. But it's it's one of these movies. Like, like I said, it's not without fault. Yes. A lot of the acting in this is it can be rough, right? Some of it. Yes. The writing for sure, the dialogue in this film. (laughs) Of course. It's of its time. It's of its time, right? Honestly. Situations are of its time. Yes. Yes. Uh, but however, I gotta say, it's it I love the way it looks still. It's got a great Mm -hmm. look to it. It's the well, like you, know, you said, dude. The, the the special effects are are practical effects are. You can tell. Phenomenal. You can tell. Yes, they're dated, but they're still on point, man. Dude, practical you know? and phenomenal. The the part where you go oof is when they try to do the whole superimposing of the head and all that. The head on that the body. looks yes. so rough, dude. It looks so. They could have done her right and then cut to a bottom shot of a body, but like from far away, like what you know what I mean. So it wasn't like graphic in your face. They could have done that, like quick shots, or just show her. And then from behind, maybe nude, and so you see maybe her buttocks, or the kid's buttocks. But the camp counselor's looking down, going, "She's a, he's a boy." You know what I mean? Like, do you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, you didn't have to show it, but I know the shock value. But with the shock value, yes, it but looks also, let's so talk, it looks so but rough, let's talk dude. About that, this is a thirteen-year-old character that they're showing full frontal nudity on in a isn't movie. Isn't that insane? Like, isn't wow, that insane? Dude. Yeah, unreal. <laughs> Not that that was actually a thirteen-year-old's body, right? In that it shot, literally looks like that's a what doll. You're implied to believe. Yeah, it looks like you know? a doll, right? Um, again, that's the only time where they do something where it looks rough. Because for me, everything else about this movie looks so good. All point. the different yeah. kills are awesome. You don't have mm-hmm. to see everything. Like when when uh, Judy gets it right, we just see shadow work. We see literally the the shadow of the. The thing, the curling iron. We see her hand come up her with the shadows, and dude, yep. it's so so good with that. Yeah. What did you think the first time you saw it? Um, I thought it was exactly what it, what I thought it was going to be. Uh, I I didn't. Um, it, it it was different than I thought it was going to be, especially being I, like I said, I knew the ending, but I didn't know why. I didn't know how it got to that point. I yeah. didn't know the background and the history with the ant and all that stuff. So it, it was interesting from that aspect to see that. Um, 
But no, I enjoyed it from the beginning. I I love this movie. I enjoy this movie, and I always have, always will. Have you seen the sequels? Regardless of its flaws. No, I have not. I think there's like four or maybe even yeah, five. Yeah, there's like four or five. Well, we should do a, like an in-between month where we watch the sequels. <laughs> All you know the sleepaway I mean? camps? Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, because the character Angela, because I was looking, the character of Angela comes back. Um, but Felisa Rose doesn't play no, her. No, unfortunately. Not, 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 I, not in the second one. Yeah, does she come back in the third one? But I, I think remember. in the fourth one. I remember seeing the second one. I have more memory of because I've seen it more often. The, the other ones I have vague memories of or haven't seen. Maybe one of them or two. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, dude, I like this movie because again, it, it still felt like summer camp. There was a lot of times when it did. A lot of the times when they were out by the water, that felt very realistic. Um, mm-hmm. You know, anytime they were doing any of the, the only time they had any of the games or physical activities where it felt weird was the baseball thing because it was just like hey go this fuck yourself scene. no fuck yeah. you oh how about you hit a whiff blah blah oh i should have brought my rabbit's foot oh that you were lucky with that shot you know what i mean it's like always oh, <laughs> weird and then like really dude they're gonna play the the whole like the nerd kid is out in the in the field playing his handheld video game instead of playing <laughs> like who's gonna do that like come on man yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that in real life. In you know what I mean at all. Especially when that poor kid's already getting picked on, and he the wants to movie. stop getting it picked on. Yeah, so he's gonna try and fit in. He's not gonna sit there and play his game. That's some fucked up shit they were doing. Well, one of them I know for sure we did uh, when we did camp. Like we did the the shaving cream in the in the hand and tickle. Oh the nose well, thing. yeah, we yeah. did that. We put the hand in the warm water thing. Mm, um, okay. We did some other things, dude. We saran wrap we, we saran wrap one of the camp counselors to the bed while he was oh, sleeping. He was a deep sleeper, so we saran wrapped him to it, shaved off one of his eyebrows while he slept, and then oh, lit God, and dude. threw firecrackers under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, trying to get up, and he couldn't get up. That's just popping. We're all running out of the cabin. Um, oh my God! But You're I'll tell you, a fucking heart attack. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, this because this dude was a big dude. Like he was literally like three, something, three, three, maybe close to four, something. Like heavy set or like muscular? No, heavy set. Like over a little really? bit overweight. Yeah, it was, it was, it was Christ. horrible, dude. We were kids, but yeah. um, we never did the ass crack thing. Like that was some no. fucked up shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's something that I could that, see. Dude? I could see that. Not my friends, but like my cousins or something like that doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But oh god. Yeah. So there was yeah, a lot about up. camp, right? That felt right. Yes, it really yes. did. Again, just like the burning. Yes, felt very, very much real. Whereas tech, uh, not Texas Chainsaw. Um, Friday <laughs> yeah, the Thirteenth, dude. I know, dude. Um, Friday the Thirteenth was more about the counselors and not right. so much the kids at camp. Right. No, you're right, hundred percent. Um. Still, I like when we it feels authentic. It feels real. And Oh, yeah. Again, and again, this isn't like some sort of supernatural story or anything like that. It's real world. God forbid this could happen someplace, you know what I mean? But yeah, Especially mate, nowadays. But this kid just goes nuts and, you know, uh the other side of it too is like I like the authenticity in terms of like these are not 20-something-year-olds playing teens. These are That's legit children. Well. There's, yeah. you know, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, probably up to 17, 18, you know what I mean? 
in this yeah. film, and they're all being kids in the background. Like, if you ever watch movies, sometimes uh, if I've seen a movie enough, right, I start to pay attention to other things. Look at the background actors. What are they doing while main scenes are playing? What are they doing? Are they being authentic, or are they just kind of mm-hmm. standing there watching the scene play out? You know what I mean? Um, and I love it. I love when you see kids or or, or the background people being background people like really well, selling yeah it. because that 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 um that camera is very distracting if you're yeah. on a film set and you're not oh, you're not yeah. an experienced person uh you're a child yeah you know what i mean yeah so for them to be able to not pay attention to the camera and and yeah yeah and i thought the excitement of oh a movie you know right. what i mean and i thought it was awesome and i think like so a lot of the things we saw too like when they were playing volleyball when they were doing all these things i feel like they mm-hmm. were just playing they didn't have a set thing like who was going to be winning or losing or whatever. They just said, play, let's film you guys playing. It's that, it's how it felt, you know? Again, aside yep. from the baseball thing, that was way too much dialogue and trash talking. <laughs> like, I remember trash talking when I was a kid playing baseball, but it wasn't that, dude, and especially not when you were around the adults. Like, you just didn't do that. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, the adults let them do it. Well, I guess you're right, right? It'd be different if the do- adults they disciplined knew, them. Yeah, they knew they got away with it, I guess. Yeah, they knew their, they knew what buttons they could push. But, dude, yeah, for me, I love this movie. I always have loved this movie, and I'm, I can't wait to watch some of the other ones, too, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. I can't wait to revisit two, and then I can't, re- like I said, I can't remember the rest, so th- it'll feel like the first time. Yeah, like I said, I really know nothing about the, the, the sequels or anything like that, so I would be going into those fresh, dude, with no nice. no previous knowledge, no nothing. Aside from so. what you know about one. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. Now. Sweet, sweet. But yeah, dude, no, I, I agree. I like the film. Uh, this is one that I'm definitely going to revisit quite a bit. Nice. Um, and again, like I said in the last episode, a lot of these uh, camp films, we're seeing that this is a – a very marketable idea, especially at this point in the eighties and oh, for sure. throughout the eighties uh, of kids at camp with killers. Yeah. Um, so it, it tends to get a little redundant. I feel, I feel like uh, we need a resurgence of that, right? Like maybe somebody so. should remake the burning or should remake yeah. like sleepaway camp. Well, sleepaway camp might be a little too controversial now. Uh, yeah. You'd have to change it up quite a bit. Yeah. Because you know what? Like, like you could still do that same idea. But spin it a little bit. You know what I mean? I feel like the burning's a better way to go. Yes, <laughs> I feel like that's less absolutely. controversy because you're going to have to deal with, on the other side of it, when you're doing this, you're going to deal with transgender groups, uh, LGBTQ well, yes, groups. Yes. You'll be like, we're you know not what? the ones to write that movie. Let's just go to the burning. Let's just go to the burning and, and, and just do a, a really good so, remake of it. You know, this, this, this movie, Sleepaway Camp, has a following. Oh, hell yeah, it does, dude. The Burning does, but it's not like it hasn't had a series of sequels. That's true. It's been nothing. That's so why true. not reinvigorate something and make it original? That's true. That's a true. That's a true statement. You um, know what I mean, why not bring something back around? You're right, dude. Go for it. Yep. Yep. You yep. know what I want to bring back around? Hmm. Last time we watched Cujo, I want to watch another Stephen King movie. Ah, well, Chris, you are today's lucky winner uh, because our next film and the last film of 1983 is just that, another Stephen King movie. Nice. Except this one we're going back. Um, We haven't seen this director since The Thing. Um, We've mentioned this director on the Cujo episode, but we're talking John Carpenter's adaptation of the Stephen King novel, Christine. Like I said, I don't think I've ever seen it, to be honest with you. I really don't. I've I've never seen it either. It, it, 
it never seemed like a very interesting story to me. <laughs> you don't want to see go a car possessed. Books. Even to go and read, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's more to it, especially with the way Stephen King ropes everything in with like the dark time. Bro, look at fucking Cujo. Like you said, you yes. thought you would see fucking the, the rabid dog for the entire movie, but there's all of this other like drama and depth and story playing out. Yeah, you know so what I mean? We'll see. We'll It'll see. It'll be interesting to see what Christine uh, does uh, does for us. Um, yeah. All right, dude, let's get out of here. Um, listeners, guys, shadow people, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. Make sure to head over to all the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Sometimes Slasher, uh, and find us, Out of the Shadows Under Podcast. Construction. <laughs> yeah, right. Out of the Shadows <laughs> Podcast or O-O-T-S Pod. Um, look for us, you'll find us. We appreciate you listening. For Jim Clark, this is Chris Chavez. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, keep your eye on the shadows.